What up, ladies and gentlemen? It is Tuesday, and we're going to be talking to the master in this game of business. Let's see yeah. what he's all about. Shut up and sit down. The Business Bros Podcast was created for you. Learn from the business professionals who come to share their stories. Find out what's working in business on social media, what's hot and what's not, straight from the mouths of successful entrepreneurs out there doing the real work. And now, welcome to another episode of Business, business Bros. <laughs> it's a weird day in. here in San Diego, Ham. I mean, it's not, uh, not sunny outside, you know but it was a warm one. It was 70 degrees outside when I walked out at 5 in the morning. So Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I'll go with it. It's a warm one. But uh, as always, bring in that fire intro. All right, all you business pros, before we jump into the show, just a quick reminder to please subscribe on whichever platform it is that you're listening to us on today. Give us a like, give us a follow, subscribe, and drop a review and help other like-minded business owners find value from our awesome guests while we rise up in the podcast rankings. We will sincerely appreciate every single one of you for it. And if you want to be a guest on the show, we'd love to have you on and learn from you as well. Go to www.businessbros.biz slash podcast guest to schedule your time. And don't forget to follow us on all our social media at Business Bros Pod. Ladies and gentlemen, we're super excited and so honored to bring yet another incredible guest on the Business Bros Pod. Today's awesome guest is the top real estate coach and mentor this side of the Atlantic. And over the past 25 years, he's been helping people grow personally and professionally. Most importantly, as the creator of the Investor's Edge program, our guest has helped his clients achieve phenomenal success in real estate, more than a billion dollars collectively to date. He's been featured on the best real estate investing advice ever with Joe Fairless podcast, provided over 20,000 hours of coaching, and has helped several people become multimillionaires, making dreams come true. We are so excited to be able to learn from the best real estate investing coach around. So without further ado, welcome to the show, Trevor McGregor. House party protocol. I figured you like that reference, James. House party protocol. It's so funny that you said that because I was about to say that he's made more millionaires than Tony Stark has iron suits. Like, <laughs> you could have gone with that one. You I should have gone, gone with it, and then that would have been perfect. <laughs> that was that was like my original write up, but like in trying to spit it out, you know, because I always practice beforehand. In trying to spit it out, it just didn't flow as well. But anyway, I'm gonna shut up, Trevor. Welcome to the show, man. Oh my God, you guys are so good. I'm blessed and grateful to be here with you. And thanks for having me on. Oh man, we're excited, dude. Billion dollars in revenue. You've brought, you literally brought the house down when it comes to the real estate game. Uh, let's get a little bit of background. How did Coach Trevor get that title of coach? Well, it's a long story and I'm going to shorten it for you guys. But it literally, you know, started back. I'm from Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Like most kids, you grow up, you want to be an NHL player, right? Because Canada is hockey and hockey is Canada. And I was, you know, a good player, but I just didn't have the size. So I traded in my skates, went to university, studied business. Just like most people, you go out and have a corporate career. And really, in about 1999, the owners of the company that I was working in asked me if I wanted to invest in the expansion of the business. And I thought, wow, this is my chance to become, you know, young and rich and retire early. 
So I cashed in my 401k, took all my savings. I even convinced my own parents to take out a second six-figure mortgage on the family home. Cool. I shoved all this money into the expansion and it blew up and not oh. in a good way. I lost it all. It was oh. just brutal. And so there I was in my early 30s, not sure what I was going to do. And thank God for me, I found a coach. And this coach said one thing to me. He said, Trevor, what's happened to you is unfortunate, but you're still a young man. You're married with kids. You got to find a way to get up, dust yourself off and keep going. And I said, I don't know how I'm going to do that. And he said, well, have you ever thought of investing in real estate? Oh. And that one phrase, guys, changed my entire life because he was a real estate investor and he said that you could use other people's money, you know, go out there, buy a property, fix it up, rehab it, either rent it or sell it and keep rinsing and repeating. And that's exactly what I did. And relatively by buying one little townhouse, then a condo, then refining that and buying my first duplex, which is where I discovered what cash flow was. <laughs> and then I bought fourplexes and more fourplexes, single family homes. In just two and a half years, not only did I pay off all of my failed loans, including my parents, but I had a beautiful cash flowing portfolio of real estate on the top of it. And that's when people started to say, Trevor, how did you do it? Can you show us what you're doing? And that's when I think the coaching bug bit and I started to share what I did with others and they went out and started to having success on their own. And that's really how I got into coaching. Man, teaching has, uh, there's a certain power that you, that you get to see, uh, when the light bulb goes off in somebody's head, right? Like where you, yeah. you've, you've tried something, you've, it's worked for you. You're like, this is amazing. And then you go out and you want to show it to somebody. And then that's a whole different other part of learning, right? Teaching something is much more different than learning something. Learning something, you hear it, you you maybe write it down, you think you got it, and you don't really know how much you understand until you try to teach it to someone else. What was it like, uh, you know, when you when you got started in this coaching space, when you learned that something worked well for you, how did you transfer that over to become coach to make those light bulbs go off? Well, that's a great question. And it was really fascinating because I was into my own personal growth journey at the time. I figured, wow, I don't have all the answers. So not only did I work with that coach, but I started to work with my own Tony Robbins coach at the time. And he was phenomenal. And he kept giving me the mindset and the business modeling that could really allow me to kind of, you know, take my empire and grow it. And then one day he said something to me that was profound. He said to me, Trevor, you're so passionate about business. You're so passionate about real estate. You seem to get along with people. You know, he said, Tony Robbins is hiring business coaches. Would you ever consider throwing a resume in and being a part-time coach for Robbins? And I thought, well, I'll give it a shot, not thinking I'd ever have a chance at, you know, getting on the mm -hmm. team. And I literally threw in my resume. It got shortlisted from 500 down to 250, 250 to 100, 100 down to 50. And when that happened, you know, I, it's not like you get to become a coach. you got to go there and, and go to all the events, listen to all the audios, read all the books. And literally 18 months later, I found myself cracking the top 20. And that's when you go do a live practicum in front of Tony's team. And when the dust settled, you know, I graduated and they offered me a full-time position with Tony Robbins. So that's literally where I went out, cut my teeth as a coach you know, I've done over 25,000 coaching calls since that time. And I've literally gotten perspective on what allows people to fail and also what allows people to succeed. And so I'm blessed and grateful now in my own coaching practice to be able to take that out there and help people, you know, learn it, apply it, execute it, 
And then, you know, remembering that, you know, success leaves clues, they rinse and repeat it and just keep the ball rolling. Does that make sense? Totally. I mean, but you want out over 500 applicants that have applied to work with Tony. Tony's, I mean, epic when it comes to coaching. I, I literally this morning I'm running and I'm listening to Tony Robbins on YouTube, right? Like, like uh, there's a lot of things that are going on in my mind. There's a lot of that, a lot of simplicity that goes on in Tony's teachings that we kind of think like, oh yeah, that totally makes sense. And then reality sets in and it's not always as easy. How do you narrow down from 500 to 250, the top 20, like there has to be more than just, I threw my resume in the hat, in a hat and, and they pulled my name out. Like in, if there's anything I learned from Tony is you were becoming the person who he needed to bring onto his team. Yep. You weren't the person who at the very beginning, I mean, you said it was an 18 month process. Yes. Can you, can you kind of hover on that 18 month process and, and tell me who was the person who, who turned in that resume and who was the person who got hired? Yeah, absolutely. So again, I give full credit to my coach. His name was Dave Blomsterberg. He's an absolute gem of a human being. And he was one of Tony's top coaches on the planet. And ultimately he said a lot of what he saw in himself, he saw in me and what he saw in me, he saw in himself. Because at the end of the day, guys, it all boils down to a couple things. Number one, hunger. I mean, how hungry are you to really to do the work that's required to land yourself a job with the Robbins machine? Get in my belly! That's right. <laughs> and the second thing was passion. You know, where there's passion and purpose, there's possibility. And so as Dave really saw my you know, hunger and my passion, he kind of kept stacking my resume kind of towards the top with the people in the organization. And a lot of, you know, me landing this job came from the work that him and I did together over a few different years, which was absolutely profound. I've been hovering on this entrepreneurial loop lately. Uh, and it, and I've been hovering on it because I've, I've seen myself in it over and over. We have this shower idea, right? We have this idea as an entrepreneur and it's, it's going to be the next big thing, the next Uber, the next, you know, uh, you know, QVC, whatever, you know, Shopify product. And so we get out and we decide we're going to go do this thing. And we realize that it's a little bit more difficult than we thought. And so we kind of keep going and then we realize, holy shit, this is more than I even thought was possible. And so we quit on that one thing. And then we have this next shower idea. And, you know, and, and that's a vicious circle that we get stuck in. I found myself stuck in that uh, quite a bit. And, I, and so from time to time, James will have to rein me in like, dude, that's a whole different idea in the business. You got to come back and, and focus in. When you talk to entrepreneurs, you had so many coaching calls. Um, and I've heard it called the pit of despair for entrepreneurs, right? When we get to that bottom part where you feel like, man, this was way more than I thought it could be. Uh, I don't, I don't think this is for me. And they quit when truly successful entrepreneurs push through that. How do you get, you know, when you're talking to, to, to entrepreneurs and they're struggling with their business or they're, or they're, they're hitting that moment of despair. What is it that you find that's often something that can push them forward? Cause I, I always feel like that hunger, it gets confused with that, I, that, that euphoric idea at the beginning. There's a difference between, you know, that creativity at the beginning and the hunger that pushes you through that pit of despair. Well, it's a great question. And really at the end of the day, I mean, I'd have to be an idiot at this stage of seeing so many different people in so many walks of life because it's not just entrepreneurs. It's not just real estate investors. I've coached millionaires. I've coached billionaires. I coach people at Microsoft, American Express, Blackstone, JP Morgan. I even coach Olympic athletes because again, at the end of the day, there's really only four little things that people really need to really you know take a look at you know, to go from where they are to where they want to be. 
And if you're open to it, I'd love to share those with you because all four of them start with the letter S as in superhero. Should we get into that now? Heck yeah, let's start it, Superman. All right. Well, again, the first one, and again, Tony Robbins is a big believer that nothing happens until you're aware of your state, right? So the first S word is your state management, and that refers to really your focus, your language, and your physiology. Physiology. That's how you're showing up in your body. So if you're focused on what you don't want, guess what you're going to get? More of what you exactly don't want. Exactly what you don't want. Right? Yeah. And people are running around America right now going, God, I don't want to be broke. I don't want to be fat. And I don't want to be lonely. Right? When if we shift that around, the focus becomes, well, I want to be abundant. I want to be in great shape. And I want to have an outstanding relationship with my significant other. So you got to first all check off with your focus and then check in with your language because the language that people are using right now is actually deplorable. They're using words like, I can't, I won't, I'll never, it's too hard, it'll take too long, I'm too young, I'm too old, right? And all of those are just a bunch of BS. And BS stands for your belief systems because it's a chance to change your belief systems. But it's also your body, your energy, your physiology. So if you're not feeling good, get up, move around, put on some kick-ass music, hydrate, do whatever you need to do. But never, ever, ever move forward to the other three S's without first starting with your state. Does that make sense? That totally makes sense. And and again, this is one of those things that every time I hear Tony, every time I listen to these types of things, the simplicity in what you're saying is much uh, is different than the result that you get if you imp- if you actually implement what you're talking about here. Yeah. When you when you're talking about changing your physiology, this morning when I was listening to Tony, he was talking about how uh, he was he the first time he went to drive a race car, and the the they they the question that they ask him is what's going to happen when you spin out of control, right? Uh, and what 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 most of us tend to do is we're going to look at that thing that we want to avoid. We we're going to look at that telephone pole. We're going to look at that tree. And what's naturally going to happen is we're going to go in that direction yeah. versus if you're focusing your attention in that opposite direction. And, it, and that's that's kind of what you're saying with your language here yeah. is what you tell yourself. You are absolutely correct, right? It yeah. doesn't matter what it is. You got whatever it. you tell yourself internally. How you're perceiving your reality is going to become your reality. You nailed it, my man. It's absolutely spot on. And we always say that where focus goes, energy flows. And it's absolutely true. So that's number one. Number two. Number two is really one of my favorites. And that is your story, Mm. right? And your story, guys, is really your identity because you're either a victim to circumstance or you're going to be a victor and choose victory and find a way because for the committed, there's always a way. But unfortunately, you know, because we have roughly 60 to 80,000 thoughts a day, and some of those are conscious and some of those are subconscious, and it's predominantly set up to keep us safe and keep us alive, most of the thoughts that we have around our identity are also negative, right? And so we build this BS story, and again, BS is a belief system, that, you know what, it's going to be hard, it's going to take too long, I don't have the right resources, I don't have the right education, and again, it's all nonsense. Because I said it earlier, for the committed, there's always a way. So you've got to really, really step into, you know, moving from what we call your lower self to your higher self, right? And how do you do that? Well, you build a reference to all of the crazy good things that you've ever done. If you got your driver's license when you're 16, that's a win. If you went on a great vacation and traveled the world, that's a win. Maybe you got into college. Maybe you got married. Maybe you got divorced. Maybe you had a child. 
It's all experiences. And again, Tony's got this great quote that the strongest force in all of, all of us is the need to be consistent with how we define ourselves. That is, whatever we think we are, we're going to be. And I do not let my clients be victims. They must shed that identity and step into victor. Does that resonate? Totally. 2020 couldn't speak any louder to the point you're trying to make right here. And this is something that I get. It, it actually bothers me now the more I hear it. When people are using COVID as an excuse. Now, if you got sick and you're on a ventilator and you're fighting for your life, that's a whole different ballgame. But anything else, almost anything else that has happened in your life, if you're using COVID as an excuse, you're pointing the finger at something else, you're not, you're, you're becoming the victim that you're trying to avoid. You're, 2020 has been an amazing year for a lot of people. And it's been the worst year for a lot of, for other people. But the people who I feel like mostly had a bad year have been having bad years. Yep. Not this year. It's just you've been having bad years. You just have something that everybody else knows that's going on that you can point the finger at. But you can shift that, right? You can shift what's going on and take those different stories that you that are going on in your life and focus on again that the what you were talking about at the beginning, the victories that you had. I'll tell you, you said it all, and I'm telling you, there's a great quote by Tony's own coach, and I think you guys know Jim Rohn, right? Oh yeah. Jim Rohn started taking Tony under his wing at the age of 17. And he has one of my favorite all-time quotes around your story. And he says this, <clears throat> it's not the winds of change that blow on you that will determine where you end up. It's the set of the sail. And I just mm -hmm. love that. I'll say it again. It's not the winds of change that blow on us that will determine where we end up, like the corona wind, like the political wind, like the global warming wind, whatever the wind is, it is. <clears throat> but it's not the winds that blow on us that will determine where we end up. It's the set of the sale. And who's responsible for setting their sale? Well, you are. I am. People are. Does that make sense? That totally makes sense. Let's go on to S number three. Mm -hmm. What's going to be S number three? So we got, we got state and we have story. That's right. So the third S that we really talk about is your strategy. Yes, mm -hmm. because we can check in with your state and we can align your story. But what are you doing to go out there and execute? Do you have a roadmap, a recipe, a blueprint, a GPS? Kind of like my coach provided for me in real estate. When I fell down in corporate and lost all that money, he had a blueprint, a recipe, and a roadmap in real estate that I got to follow. And like I said, success leaves clues. So my question to the viewer is, you know, are you following a proven process? Do you have a coach, a teacher, a mentor, a trainer, a facilitator helping you to go from where you are to where you want to be? Are you studying personal growth? Are you listening to great podcasts like Business Bros? Because I'm telling you, that's where it's at. Because as you start to apply that strategy and you're still owning your state and your story, that's the one, two, three punch that can really get you to make some momentum. Does that resonate? Totally does. And I want to hover on this part right here because this is something that a lot of people have a misconception on here. You have it, you change your state. You decide that you're going to focus on your victories. You have a strategy in place, but you don't get results on day number two. And all of a sudden you quit, right? It's, it's yep. kind of like going, you know, I've been drinking soda for the last 30 years. I've been eating donuts every morning for the last 30 years. And now all of a sudden I've been eating healthy for a week and I don't see the results I want. Well, there's, 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 there's some residual going on from the previous choices that you've made in life. The fact that you have a strategy in place is great. It's absolutely important. It's vital for your future. 
but you still kind of have to deal with the 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 results of the of the decisions that you've had made in your past. Uh, can you help kind of guide people as to when they get to the strategy phase, how to push through, even though they're kind of dealing with some of those phases? Well, absolutely. And again, they say that, you know, past behavior is the best prediction of future behavior, right? So mm -hmm. you got to go back to your past and you got to do what I call taking a personal inventory. I mean, what are your strengths? Also, what are your weaknesses or your, you know, opportunities to improve? Because what most people do is they try to do it all, right? And some of us aren't meant to do it all. Some of us are supposed to really honor our strengths and have other like-minded people support us with, you know, the areas that we need a little bit of help. Because at the end of the day, you've got to literally get rid of your limiting beliefs. You got to do some goal setting and goal achievement. You got to set up systems to support your outcomes. You got to optimize your time and your calendar so that you can work on it. And then yes, you need to have some accountability. So strategy is just really knowing where you're going, right? Why you're going there, and then what you need to do to get there. And then you absolutely want to timestamp it. You want to prioritize it. You want to leverage other people to help you. And then you want to absolutely celebrate when you get there and then raise the bar and start shooting for the next star. Does that make sense? Oh, totally. Because purpose is important, right? The reason why just because you've achieved a certain goal doesn't mean you can't achieve more. You can't expect more of yourself. You can't better yourself in any way. All those things are are must-haves. I, I love uh, Kevin Hart was talking to Joe Rogan. He was talking about leveling up, right? He's like, I, I, didn't, I didn't aspire to be where I am today. I aspire to be a little bit better. And then I got a little bit better and I leveled up from there and I leveled up from there and I leveled up from there. Before you knew it, you're looking down and you're like, wow. Look what I've done. Look what I've accomplished in my life. It's super, I mean, that's, that's the progress that we're talking about. S number four. You got it. And the final S is my absolute all-time favorite S. And it's something that I really, really, really laser in with my clients on. And that is your standards, right? Mm. Your standards. Because I can tell the quality of where somebody's going to end up by the quality of the standards that they set for themselves. So the question is, you know, when you're doing that personal inventory, Check in with where you're at in things like your career or your finances or your, you know, health, your relationships, your tithing, right? Travel, maybe, you know, fulfillment. And again, it doesn't matter what number you give yourself. It's not good or bad, right or wrong, but it's an opportunity to check in with yourself. So if you rate yourself, say a three out of 10, you know, the goal isn't to get to 10 guys. It's really to say, how can I move beyond the three up to a four five or six? Mm -hmm. Or if you're at a level five or six, how can I get to a seven, eight or nine? Because again, most people beat themselves up, you know, if they're not living the standard that they know, but I'm telling you, you know, Rome wasn't built in a day and it goes back to strategy. You want to get on step one and step two and step three. And when you get there, you can see steps number four, five, six, seven, and eight. But I'm telling you, it's time for all of us, especially at a time like this, to draw a line in the sand and ask yourself, you know, what's a standard that I've been tolerating in my life that I will no longer settle for? What's a standard that I need to draw that line in the sand and step over that line never to return again? And I'm telling when you combine your state, your story, your strategy and your standards, that becomes the rocket fuel of the juice to explode your results. Now, when you talk about standards, I also hear personal accountability in there. And, and that word accountability, that, that's, a, that's almost a negative word for a lot of people, kind of like that word discipline. But what you're talking about is, is nobody's, nobody's 
placing those standards on you. You're placing them on yourself, right? Like, you know, when I get up in the morning and I go and I go for my, you know, three, three and a half mile run, that's a standard that I place on myself. If I don't do it, nobody's going to get on my case. Nobody's going to tell me anything, but I will feel uncomfortable throughout my day. I'll feel like I didn't, you know, move my body, put myself in the right state of mind. It's more than just a run for me at that in the morning. It's to get my blood going. It's to get my brain moving. I'm also listening to an audio book or a podcast. I'm getting my state of mind in order. I'm thinking about what I, what I'm going to accomplish for the day. There's a lot of things that go on when I set the standards. You, know, you talk to a lot of people and it reminds me of, of Al Bundy, for example, right? Al Bundy, you know, for those of you who don't know, this is a show in, you know, late eighties, early nineties, <laughs> but, but Al Bundy was that character where he hated his life. Right. And he would always reflect back to the glory days when he was playing football in high school. And I know that there's a lot of people out there that do the same type of thing. They reflect back to the days of college, to the days of high school. And, and the thing that you have in common in those times is structure. It's those standards that are placed on you versus the standards that you've placed now on yourself. When they took away the bell schedule, when they took away the time that you were supposed to wake up, when they took away all, you know, all the things that you were looking for on a daily basis and you had to figure it out yourself. You didn't have the discipline to do that. You didn't have the structure to do that. You didn't really care to do that. And those things trickled into the person that you are today. But if you set those standards for yourself, if you tell yourself, this is what time I wake up, not because somebody tells me because this is what I'm going to accomplish. This is what I'm going to do for my day. This is how I'm going to get this done. Those are your internal standards that are getting you there. And we, you know, we tend to hear them as accountability. Am I, am I off there at all? You're so spot on. It's absolutely true. I mean, I get up every single morning at 4.44 a.m., come hell or high water, right? Even on weekends, even on holidays, because that's my identity. My identity is my standard is that I'm an early riser and I get up and I condition my mind and I condition my body before the rest of North America even thinks of hitting snooze five or six or seven times. That is not my standard. I don't have a snooze button, right? So at the mm -hmm. end of the day, whether you know, you're getting up early, you're doing mindset work, you're listening to great podcasts again like this one, you are watching TED Talks or YouTube clips. I always say that, you know, I agree with Tony when he says that success is 80% psychology and 20% mechanics. Because if you can align your, your standards to really lean into the mindset work that perhaps you haven't been doing, like Maybe you haven't been treating your body like the template is. Maybe you haven't been going on those runs. Maybe you haven't been choosing what you put in your mouth. I mean, those sorts of things are absolutely within our power to choose because at the end of the day, we've all been given something called dominion over. And dominion over is a fancy term for having the power to choose, right? Every other creature on the planet operates by instinct. All the animals, the birds, the fish, the plants, the insects, they all operate on instinct, but we've been given dominion over. So my you know, advice to the listener and the viewer is to really check in and ask yourself, are you exercising the power to choose and choose wisely and then holding yourself accountable or having an accountability partner or a coach or a mentor, a teacher, a trainer, a friend? Because at the end of the day, oftentimes, you know, the world is sped up so fast, we need a little bit of accountability support from other like-minded people. Does that resonate with you? 
Totally. It made me think of Indiana Jones. You know, yeah. there's that scene in the in the in the Raiders of the Lost Ark. I think it's Raiders of the Lost Ark. It might be Temple of Doom. Anyways, they go and they pick the chalice, right? And the guy's yeah. over there and he's looking for the for the, the the cup of life and he's looking at all the different choices. He grabs one that's beautiful. He goes, grabs the water, takes a sip, and he just crumbles and deteriorates and goes away. And they look at the at the guy in there and he's like, you know, what happened? He he chose poorly. Right. And, and that was that that happens. You know, that's an exaggerated story. But we make those decisions all the time. We choose like what you're talking about. We choose not to go to the gym. Guess what? We're choosing poorly. We're taking away time from our life. You're choosing to have. And, and, and here's the thing is nobody's perfect. I'm not saying I'm perfect at all. I, I know on Fridays for me, that's pizza Friday with the family. I have, you know, sweet tart ropes with the kids. I bake cookies for them. Like it is not the most healthiest day. And, and in between the week, I might have a thing here or there. Right. But the striving to get to better yourself, the having the standard on, you know, on a normal basis that you're working towards something, you know, those are the positive victories in your day. Those are the choices that you're choosing to, to choose wisely and, and move in that positive direction, man, Trevor, you got me going today, dude. <laughs> I tend to do that. But again, you hang out with Tony Robbins for a while and you kind of get that in you because again, this is available to anybody, right? doesn't matter what country you're from, what ethnicity you are, you know, how old or young you are, what level of education you are. Every single one of the listeners can check in with their very own state, their story, their strategy and their standards, and literally set an intention, you know, to make the uh, familiar past a thing of the past and to make the future and, you know, what you want for 2021, all that you want it to be, because we've all got the power to do it. Well, Trevor, it's been a phenomenal episode. I, I've, I'm again, this is one of those topics that for me is like, it's become second nature because of so much that I've listened to because of the Zig Ziglar's and the Jim Rohn's and the Tim and Tony Robbins and all, you know, all these different people that are out there that I constantly listen to. They care. Everybody who you inject into your mind is shaping you as an individual every single day. So choose wisely. And I want to make sure that if people want to work with you and they, they can make that choice, how can people get a hold of you? And for a listening audience, make, make sure that you uh, you say uh, out loud. Yeah, again, first off, thanks for having me on. I'm pretty passionate about this stuff, as you can tell. And I'm really here on purpose and with purpose to lift humanity to new heights. Because again, at the end of the day, even if 2020 has been a bit of a tough year for you, I always say that a setback is a setup for a comeback, right? Mm. So if you haven't had a good year and you've had a little bit of a setback, well, now's your time for a comeback. And with that said, for anyone that wants to reach out, for more information on how they can do that, they can simply go to my website, which is trevormcgregor.com. That's T-R-E-V-O-R-M-C-G-R-E-G-O-R.com. All my contact details are in there, or you can follow me on Instagram or find me on Facebook as I'd love to connect with the viewer. Awesome, Trevor. Ladies and gentlemen, make sure you guys check that out, trevormcgregor.com. Uh, look, if there's anything that you can invest in ever, I mean, you can invest in real estate, you can invest in businesses, you can invest in a lot of monetary things, but the best thing you can absolutely invest in is your state of mind. It's, it's the way that you think because everything else you can you can recoup. You can lose everything and you can make it back 10 times in a lifetime. And it's all with what you got in that little noodle right there, that little couple pounds of, of muscle in your brain you know, we call it our brain, right? But that's, that's where the power is. That's where, that's where the experience is. And Trevor, you're helping people do that and achieve, you know, completely different. And that's why you help people build those billion dollar businesses. That's why is because you help them uh, get that power within themselves. That's already there. Yeah. You're just kind of 
igniting that spark, almost like turning on a water heater, right? Just hit the little, uh, hit the little pilot and then the rest is going to take care of itself. Well, so it they, is, it is yeah. one thing I'll just stack and then we'll wrap is, is, you know, there's two different positions you can come from. You're either interested in taking this information and applying it or you're committed. And the big mm. difference is, is if you're interested, you'll listen to this and say, wow, that was a really good show. But if you're committed, you will absolutely write down those four S's on a post-it note and you'll put it in your office. You'll put it on your bathroom mirror. You'll put it on your refrigerator. But guys, that is where success lives is in those four S's. Absolutely. Trevor, again, thank you for taking time out of your day. Ladies and gents, that's 30 minutes of pure power value that you can take with you. So Trevor, thank you very much for being on the show. Ladies and gents, as always, we'll see you again tomorrow. Enjoy the rest of your day. Stay productive. Peace. Oh yeah, Bye-bye. I forgot. I always forget about that, right? Make good. sure you guys like, subscribe, follow. I'm sure you do. <laughs> and, and all our stuff at Business Bros Pod. All right. Now we can say bye-bye. Peace. Bye-bye. <laughs> bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Business Bros Podcast. Are you looking to get more clients or to increase your income? Hernan, the business bro, can help you generate referrals through the power of podcasting. And James, the insurance bro with Pipeline Insurance, can help you effectively add insurance to your existing business. If you are ready to create wealth today and generational wealth for tomorrow, email businessbros at csburst.com to schedule a free consultation or join the Business Bros Network www.businessbros.biz.